You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. This is Fine Arts Class from Hebrew Christian Academy in Hebrew, Indiana. Welcome to Tim Talks. That was the Fine Arts Class from Hebron Christian Academy. Thank you, Teenagers from Hebron, Indiana. Man, all the way in Israel. Yeah. That is amazing. They didn't even sound Jewish, did they? Hebron. (laughs) No, not even at all. And not a bomb bursting in the air. It's amazing. So, (laughs) yeah. Wow. No, that's uh, Hebron, Indiana. Hebron, Indiana. So, thank you so much. Great, great revival up there. Great time with them. So, That's yeah, awesome. Good kids. Good Amen. kids. Amen. Yeah, I've got another one for Wednesday. Um, I just got a shout out Wednesday, but it, it'll be a special one. You'll really enjoy it. So it's actually, I'm going to do the shout out Wednesday uh, to the person who suggested the topic for this week. So I'll do that Wednesday. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and then Friday, That's I've great. got some incredible news to share. Get ready. It's coming. That's yeah, awesome. Amen. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I wanted to say uh, thank you to many, many, many people for the uh, very heartfelt uh, sympathies and prayers and encouragement and just expressions of love uh, whenever my sister passed yeah. away. So, uh, you know, and my mom appreciates it very, very much. My mom is a very faithful listener to Tim yeah. Talk. So, uh, but we both appreciate it very, very much. Thank you so much for your prayers and your encouragement. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Wolven, we love you and appreciate you. And and uh, we are still waiting for you to help us with our opening. Um, hey, she's getting ready. I, I, I'm getting her primed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That would, yeah, so it's gonna that be good. would do it. That would do it for sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking show 1000 <laughs> opened by Mrs. Wolfen. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. Well, we had a uh, we had someone write in. I won't give the name today. I'll give it on Wednesday, but we had someone write in and ask us awesome. about building a bus route today. Ideas for building a bus route today. I think it'd be kind of cool to talk about some of the things in past. Some of them will still work, but building a bus route today definitely different than in the past. Yeah, it's a different society, different group of people. Yeah, COVID, COVID crushed a lot of bus ministries. It uh, well, I, to me, it was nine eleven. Nine eleven was the biggest single factor that that made it much more difficult. And right at nine eleven was also a lot of the news of uh, the Roman Catholic Church situation with. Uh, you know, uh, dealing with children and stuff. So uh, both of those, you know, one after the other really put a hamper on it. And then, you know, COVID was like, no no pun intended, yeah. the nail in yeah, the coffin. right, right. <laughs> yeah, we found here that uh, we had a rash of terrible uh, sexual abuse cases and children being abducted oh. and molested and killed. And boy, that, that really, really... 
it almost killed the bus ministry here in Canada. Um, it, we got back up over that. We saw some growth, but then uh, after after COVID, um, I speak of our bus ministry here in our church. Um, it it. It, it just decimated it, to be honest with you. So uh, it's come back some, and we praise the Lord for those who've come, but it's not yeah. what it was for sure. So, yeah, how do you build a bus route? Um, you were a bus director at Cleveland Baptist Church for many, many years and saw some great success in the bus ministry there. Uh, having had work with you, we know it, it was the people that worked on the buses. Um, oh, absolutely. My, my wife was one of the best bus captains I've ever known. She was incredible. Yes, she, she was. She had two buses. She brought in about 130 to 150 kids on two buses uh, from the Cleveland area. And she was she was phenomenal. We should have her on here doing this. She she could tell us, but uh, I know this. Yep. There's no there's no substitute for hours of hard work to build a bus route. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. The people in in our church who um, maintained large bus routes. Uh, they and, and we have bus routes down here. I know you have we bus have routes, routes up yeah, there. We're deep but, into the uh, routes. Yeah, exactly. So, but every one of them, it was probably four to six hours yeah. of work every right. week. And sometimes they would go out during the week, you know, in the evenings and and do some more. So the ones that, that maintained a high, high average of, of riders, there's no there's no uh, no supplement for hard work. I mean, it's time and time and time and time and time and work and work and work and work. I remember visiting Ruthie, and and uh, I'd get down there on Friday night, and we did have to get up early on Saturday morning. We went to a bus meeting at the at the church. The donuts were phenomenal. I gotta say, some of the best donuts. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> we got them from Rito's, Rito's Bakery, Bakery back then. man. And we'd buy oh, how many man, dozen did we buy? Like twelve, fourteen. I usually was no. He's usually three. Really? I thought it was more than that. Yeah, three oh, or okay. four. I thought it was more yeah. than that. But, uh, man, they were good. And uh, I, I still remember those. So we, you get in there, you get the donut, you get a little challenge, and then out. And we were usually out by, what, 9.30, 10, you think? We wanted to be out by – we wanted to be out by 10 yeah. o'clock, you know, on the on the streets yeah. at 10 o'clock. So we, we would dismiss like 9.30, 9.40, something like that. It, and you're right. It wasn't a long time. It was just enough to organize – Get a couple announcements in, get a 10-minute challenge from the Word, let's pray up and let's yeah. go. And so Ruthie had, I don't know, five, six workers on each bus, four or five workers. Yes. And so they would have set calls that they would make, but Ruthie wanted to visit every kid every Saturday, every yes. home anyways. And so I would yes. go with her, and man, it would be. Yeah, and you're dating, oh, yeah. and you want to get out and talk somewhere or do something, and you're with her for Four to five, six yeah, hours. Yeah, absolutely. And it was. It was almost the entire Saturday. And then and then she always wanted yep. to take, you know, a couple of them out to lunch or something. <laughs> exactly. I, I hated those little kids. <laughs> I hated them. <laughs> <laughs> Until you got married. I, yeah, and then, yeah, that's right. And then, then I loved them. Awesome. But I'm like, man, every Saturday, big na- a big date day was taking out bus kids. So fun. <laughs> yes. It was fun. 
It was fun. Yeah, you probably it probably wasn't until three or four o'clock that you actually got to go out someplace yeah, and do yeah. something. And by then you're probably a little bit tired. You went over the house. I was and tired and then we had to go out with our parents. It was it was great. It was good. There was, you go. No, it was, those were great days. Um <laughs> Yes. And to see the result, I mean, coming coming into that, we have bus ministries in, in Canada here at to my home church. My dad was a bus captain and had a phenomenal route. He'd, he'd fill one bus Amen. every Sunday. And same thing, just a lot of work. And here's something my, my dad yes. said, and this to me has resonated through the years. And you said something like this as well. My dad said, if you don't win or at least try to win the parents of those kids to Christ in the first three visits to their home, you'll probably never win them to Christ. And you know, I think that's about right. He, he nailed it. And I've I tried to implement that when we were here and I tried to get our bus workers to do that. And if you're working a bus route today, you've got to get the parents. If the parents aren't invested, the kids aren't going to stay. Once they get to an age where they can balk mom and dad, they're going to balk and mom and dad aren't going to fight them because they're not going. So you've got to try and win those parents very early on. And when you're visiting on a Saturday for four or five hours, it's usually, hey, is Timmy coming on the bus? Yes. Okay, we'll see him tomorrow. Boom, go to the next call. So you've got to make that time somehow to do that. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Well said. Well said. But uh, if you don't win the parents to Christ, at least you, the secondary goal would be get them on your side. Right. Right, absolutely. Yep. We had a lady in our church talking about building bus routes. She was really, I think, the premier reason why we had such good bus routes. Now, we were running about 225, 275 kids on the buses uh, at our high point here in St. Thomas. And we had a lady in our mm -hmm. church. Um, she came Sunday mornings, the occasional Sunday night, and usually Wednesday. But her name was Debbie Perrick. And or is Debbie Perrick. And mm. Debbie, every Tuesday, every Tuesday night, she told her husband, don't bother me from 4 o'clock till 10 o'clock at night. And she would call every home of our bus routes and talk to those kids. She wouldn't just call and say, hey, are the kids coming? She'd say, now, right. how are, how are right. you doing? How was school? What did you learn? How's your yes. dog? You know, did your sister get her new dress? I mean, all mm -hmm. this like close-knit conversation with these kids she would at christmas paint the fingernails of all the girls on the bus route for the christmas program and she bought every kid a present for christmas she was amazing and they they weren't rich people they he, he worked at the ford motor company um and she was a stay-at-home uh, housewife amazing amazing person debbie perrick i love you and now, was she a bus worker, or she just dealt with the bus? She kids? worked on a bus as well, and she would make treats. She okay. would make treats on Wednesday nights for the kids on the bus that she worked on, and she made like great treats. It wasn't like Rice Krispie squares; <laughs> it was like chocolate eclairs and you know mini pumpkin pies. And I mean, she did it's incredible. Everybody wanted to ride her bus. It was awesome. Yes, yeah. that is She's awesome. Great. So that that, that kind of awesome. dedication is what you need. For sure. And that's hard to find today. That's yes. very hard to find. That's a lot of time. Yeah, I would say if you're beginning, let's go with beginning a bus ministry, beginning or starting a bus route. Before you knock on that first door, you've got your uh, philosophy of 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 what we're going to do. Now, um, you know, I went to a college where they said you have to have something every single week. Mm -hmm. 
you know, some kind of prize, some kind of giveaway, some kind of promotion. And, uh, you know, I, I looked at it as I, I want to use promotions, but I don't want to rely on right, promotions. Right. And, and so that was the philosophy that I took because at some point – um, we're not going to grow spiritually. Of course, you're dealing with the unsaved. You're going out and trying to get unsaved kids to come on the bus. Then, Lord willing, after a while, they're going to listen. They're going to learn. They're going to trust Christ their Savior. At some point, every one of us needs to learn to be in church because it's right to do. We grow whenever we do that. And so I, I, we used promotions and you know giveaways all kinds of different things but we would do it in seasons maybe you know six weeks here eight weeks here four weeks here um, and and so but the other times it was everybody did something on their bus I'm sure you know they bought something like you said that that lady would make things you know but that that was the philosophy anyway that that I had taken that seemed to match where I was, where the pastors, uh, you know, were Brother Thompson, Brother Folger, uh, that that it was appropriate, and that's that's what they looked at. Yeah, I I would urge my folks to be careful with overdoing prizes because it just number one the cost was getting astronomical, and then the kids just it's almost like a trained seal. They won't do anything unless you give them that prize. And, you know, right. you almost have to top that prize every week. And it just got where you just couldn't keep up. So we started right. to use those, you know, definitely with uh, some reserve. So, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, let, me, let me say this, that I think one of the biggest keys to bus is trust. And if you're going to build a bus route, especially today, and I think we'll talk about this a little more on Wednesday, but... The trust factor involved in reaching people today and keeping people today, you're taking somebody's child to a place they've probably never been, and you're going to have them in your care for a couple of hours. They don't know you. They don't know where you live. They don't know what you do. And you're knocking on their door and saying, hey, can I have your kid for a couple of hours? And if you don't build trust and let those people know, hey, these people are good people. They're church people. They love the Lord. They're going to take care of my kids you're in trouble. And I, I would tell my bus workers this towards the end of my ministry, that you need to get those parents to come to church so they can see who we are and what we are and why we are. And if you can get those parents in the first visit or first couple of visits to come so they can trust you and trust the church, that's going to help you immensely in building a bus route. Yeah. In the trust idea, um, we we now have gone to the point where we have the uh, parents sign a permission slip for the kids to ride. Yes, we you do know, too. It's, it's part of the it's part of the whole uh, tenants thing and you know visitor slips and everything. It's all together, and so without that, you know, sometimes maybe the first week or second week possibly, but. We have to make sure that we get the parents' permission for the children to come, uh, in order to in order to keep coming. That's just sort of a requirement. And so some of that builds a little bit of trust. You know, we're we're trying to show that, uh, you know, we're we're trying to do things carefully and wisely, and uh, we we always 
you know, have the parents' permission, we can talk about a different aspect of that, you know, on, on Wednesday, I'm sure, because mm-hmm. I think that's really, really important that some some bus ministries don't don't quite right, get. Right, right. So. Well, let's leave it there, and we'll pick that up on Wednesday. And uh, I would like to send a shout-out to you from an old friend of yours, Brother Bill Darling. And... Oh, Brother, wow, that's Brother awesome. Darling is at uh, Mount Vernon Baptist Temple, and he provided me with a great picture from your yearbook. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've talked about it. Isn't it hilarious? Oh it is so I funny. I've never seen a better picture. I, I'll, I'll post it one of these days. What an incredible picture in the yearbook on your, on your right-hand side. It's on the left, picture to the left. Um, there's this guy who looks like he's about nine foot four, and he's mad. No, it's a normal. Yeah. You know, the senior pictures are larger than the you know other pictures, oh. and so the guy who is doing the photography messed up a bunch of. Oh yeah. I mean, a bunch of rolls he messed up, and so probably a third of us had to go back and get our pictures re- retaken. Well. The frame that he took, now, it isn't just me and Denise, but it was a lot of other yeah. people, too. But with us being short, you know, now we're, we're a lot farther from the yes. camera, the goofball. <laughs> and, and so now it's like instead of just like a shoulder and head shot, it's like from a waist shot, you know. So we're much smaller. And, of course, on our page... I think we're like the only ones, oh. uh, you know, all normal shots. And then there's little Dan, there's little Denise. I mean, it is absolutely Oh, hilarious. my goodness. I saw that. I was crying, laughing. Oh, yes. Oh, oh my yes. goodness. That was so good. I've got that in, oh, got yeah. that in my possession. I can use it at will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was awesome. All right. Well, we'll leave it there, and uh, we'll pick it up on Wednesday. Uh, I'm Al Stone. Uh, For this week, I'm in St. Thomas, but uh, as this airs, I will be in uh, the uh, Fredericksburg, uh, Fredericksburg, I think it's Fredericksburg, Virginia. I'm going to be with um, Brother Mark Carpenter and doing revival there. Amen. So uh, excited about that. So uh, as as I speak, I'm already preaching. So God bless you. I'm Al Stone. I appreciate so much uh, Brother Lehman's uh, interview. We've had some great, great responses from that already, and I hope that they'll be yeah, a great amen. blessing. So praise the Lord. That, that was awesome. This is Dan Wolven, not in Mount Vernon, but in Columbus, Ohio, in the bowels, in the bowels. of the North Columbus Baptist Church. <laughs> it's been a while since you've been in the bowels. <laughs> this is Tim Tox. We'll be back with you on Wednesday talking bus ministry. Oh, hey, I gotta, yeah. I gotta say what? this. Um, I was talking to one of the one of the kids. I forgot his name now, but they listened to Tim Docks, and he said he's like lower ele- elementary. He said, "I'm learning my bowels." <laughs> <laughs> A E I O (laughs) and P U. (laughs) We're going to have to change the name of this podcast. (laughs) This is Tim Talks. Have a great day. We'll be back on Wednesday. See you then, eh? You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. 
That's T-I-I-M talks.com.